kick out the bitches and crank up the jams. This is GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome in prop to Orc Orgy. Hey, Hamwagons. Podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me as always. Rob Bass. Uh, interracial Tolkien character. And Cartoon Joe. The, uh, um, per our text conversation earlier, Nick. Uh, mm. somebody on Twitter said, if you're over the age of 12 and give a fuck about the Little Mermaid, you got some other issues. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't catch it. I'll fight that fucker. <laughs> I saw that there were to be, some... To be clear, I know your issue isn't with the fact that it's a black actress. Your issue is with the fact that they're even making a live-action Little Mermaid. That it's an actress, yes. I, 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 am, I do not subscribe to the uh twitter muscles tiny pecker or large clitted community that seems to fucking get mm-hmm. all wadded up in the twat about whether somebody fits a racial stereotype in an archaic reimagining of a story collectively if you're listening proceed to fuck yourself though i know you're not listening because this show doesn't really want the you, most so. the, 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 the thing, for me, the thing for me that bothers me so much is that tr- Traditionally, in canon, um, Ariel's lower half was cod, and in this new live action, it's more of a mahi mahi. And see, I, I mean, thought it, it looked kind of like salmonish. You can't you can't go with a with a, a cold water whitefish in in one telling, and then all of a sudden, now what? Your your fatty sushi grade? Come come on. <laughs> struggle bucket. Actually, a struggle bucket Wait. is another. You have so far, Nick, one, two, three, four show titles. It's white fish. Well, isn't struggle bucket what the fucking seagull found in the old Little Mermaid? Mm, I thought that was the name of the fish. Scuttle. Yeah, that's right. Scuttle. Well, he found himself. If you look at it really as like an existential journey, which is isn't what he which it was, which it was <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I unapologetically like the old Little Mermaid. Well, I do too. the cartoon, and my watch it with my kids. And well, I watched it as a kid and with my kids, so no shame here. I just I like to be an equal opportunity hater, and I've hated every live action retelling of a Disney story from Jungle Book to that horrible Will Aladdin. Smith vehicle. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I, I just, I, I just don't like it. I, I think it's lazy, and I wish they wouldn't. And that's it. I get it. It's. I've never it's seen Disney's got a huge cock. A single, and, I think I technically saw the Jungle Book, but it was only because I was still in a place where they played it as like a reward for something. Now, if you want a shitty currency, is that <laughs> I don't know. I, middle school, you've done a week of labor in prison school. Yeah. Here's a jungle right. book for you. Yeah, Here, here's a loaf of day old soda bread and two hours of the jungle. And I tell book. you, that was yeah. the last time the reward wasn't Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. 
Well, <laughs> oh, God, who hurt you, Joe? <laughs> the public school the system. system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you, Lafayette County. There is a a very good uh, live action Jungle Book, though. It's it's just called Mowgli. Mowgli? Is that the uh, Andy Circus one? It's uh, yeah. Um, yeah. That one's that one's pretty. That one's pretty good. That one's actually like terrifying yes nope yeah that's what i like to hear children's horror is my favorite i mean yeah and it's also in line with basically the original telling so all all horror story or well horror stories disney stories yeah but it's like it's kipling's jungle book not disney's yes yeah old rudyard was kind of a yeah first of some things let's let's hold it right there for just a second that's mm-hmm. a name that needs a comeback. Rudyard? Rudyard? We need more Rudyards. Like, I'm thinking well, about renaming my son. <laughs> well, we do have Rob and Joe who have... Macklin, I know it's your coming-of-age ceremony. That could be Macklin Rudyard. Oh, Rudyard Squires? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. They're, that guy changes that's, the world. That's there are hot. easily worse names than that. That's pretty hot. Oh, Rud. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's less hot. Rud. Do you mean Rud you, Squire? Do you mean <laughs> do you mean old Rud? <laughs> that's Young a Rud. name I haven't heard in some time. Thirty years. Uh, old Rud dog. Once. Rudyard. Speaking of that, uh, did anybody know that yesterday was uh, National Roll Doll Day? No, it's a day. Apparently, because my wife, they had a whole like celebration of her whole class curriculum yesterday was all about old Roldy. Oh, are, are you? Uh, do you have have a favorite rolled doll? I, I not really, because I didn't really know about him until. Lindsay educated me. I mean, I guess I sort of know his most popular works, but he's kind of a creepy fucker because she was mm-hmm. made me he's listen like, to like some. He's like Gargamel too, if you've ever actually seen him. Yes, he is. He is dead that on. Makes perfect sense. My favorite because he my... one of his stories is like uh, a crocodile wants to eat fat, juicy children. I just think that's a little bit much. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I mean, he. he... Ph. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. I mean, he's living off the royalties of of Charlie and Chocolate Factory, so I guess he's done something right. Which I'm well, not a Charlie and Chocolate dead. Factory guy, <laughs> so I don't know how many royalties uh, he's collecting personally. Oh my but, god! Uh, he could yeah. look. Well, they're called Roldies, but yeah, um, <laughs> he looks just like Gargamel. Yes. yes, he looks like he his- actually he looks just like Hank Azaria is trying to play Gargamel. <laughs> He looks like the main character in every Hank instead of Walt. (laughs) Yeah, he is. He is very Lovecraftian in his aura. I'm the uh, fantastic Mr. Fox rolled doll. Yes. Yes. Also, James and the big ass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking James and Mrs. Incredible. Speaking of dump trucks, <laughs> we weren't allowed to read British authors in my oh, house until yeah. I was an adult. So you weren't? That's fair. Uh, yeah, 
It's not that we weren't necessarily strictly allowed to, but there were definitely like there was a concerted effort to not keep British authors in the house. That explains uh, hey, so much about why you didn't read any Tolkien. Yeah. Should we? Tolkien was British. Should we have oh, a moment yeah. of silence occasionally? Mm. For who? Hang should on a we, second. I'm gonna go get a drink and toast. <laughs> instead, should we do that thing where like, uh, um. Like in Dumb and Dumber, where they make the world's most annoying noise. Should we do that instead? <laughs> the opposite of a moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Mock. See. Yeah. Uh, to Ding. hell's new residence. See. Oh, fuck Are we a. just doing plugs right there? Is that just a pu- plug break? Pause break? <laughs> we, uh, yeah, so we lost the queen this week. Uh, Prince Char- uh, King Charles the third. Oh, yeah? I hadn't heard. Yeah. yeah, how about that? Third time's a charm with Charles's. We've mm. never seen. A, was a it the, the guitarist or the bassist this time? <laughs> bassist. Because old Fred's been dead for a while. With any luck, Ryan, we're going to get to see two in our lifetime. Maybe more. I, t- I, I stand by the fact that the coolest thing about this whole thing is uh, we've never seen a coronation. So, I mean. That is neat. Still might not. We still might not. I guess you're right. Um. Although did we you did s- learn uh, my new favorite verb, which is a seed. A S C E D. A C C E E D. Use that in a sentence, please. Or maybe it's E D E. King Charles the Third will accede to his mother's throne. Mm, I follow. I still hate oh. it. Is is it not ascend? Yeah, poor. You'd think it would be, but I. That's some there were poor a bunch of yeah, British about his right accession. As opposed to his ascension. Mm. <laughs> it's one more reason to just hate it. It reminds me yeah. of my favorite, my favorite Way too British. Yes. Uh, Joe, I wish you were there for it. It was the, uh, it was Sunday night after House of the Dragon. We were going to the bar up the street. And uh, All right. Simon Filler, who is um, uh, very British. Uh, says something about Labor Day. And we all said, like, yeah, it's the day we get off because of all a year's worth of hard work. Raising. Continue. And he say, he starts, <laughs> like, enjoy your day. Enjoy your one day, <laughs> workers. Take one day. Enjoy it. <laughs> like, he was very... He just he kept asking everybody like, and what will you do tomorrow with your one day? <laughs> and I don't know why I turned him into some like Mary no, Poppins character there, but oh, that's amazing. Who did? Wait, who did? Who, was that Simon it. who was doing that? Simon, yeah. Okay, I was focused on finding a seed. Well, yeah, no, been home by that time. It's a silly word. It is a silly, very word. silly word. That's. From a silly people. So what? Who are putting a silly person's hat onto another silly person? Is the coronation of a new British monarch the last of things like that we've never seen? Like we've we've seen uh, we've seen a new pope Mm -hmm. many of times. Yeah. Too many. many, I used to watch it uh, every. It's still my favorite Star Wars movie. But. I'm in Agreed. The yeah, I know that. <laughs> New Pope, episode one. Four. Sorry. Four. No, so how many yeah, popes? Nick, how many popes have you seen? Just three, right? We've seen the same amount of popes? I believe we have pope the same. 
Yeah, so we so all three of us have poked the same. Now you got uh, what? You got JP yeah. two. You got Benny Hanna and uh, Francis. Yeah, I think the only popes that I've like made a concerted effort all, to see are Palpatine old, and old mitered Frank. white men are the same to me. They all look the yeah. same. It's fair. Well, okay, so well, I, I don't know. Argue that there's a distinction like a, between yeah. Palpatine the second and Frank. All right. Frank's got a long face. He looks like a horse. Palpatine looks like he was the spawn of evil. Who yeah. was the last pope before Benedict Frank? the Sixteenth? Yeah, that's the one. Yes, yeah. that old Nazi. Breakfast. Yeah, he was a yeah, fucking. He, he was what store. they call in the in the Catholic faith a douche. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely just a Catholic thing. The douche. So we've seen. Douche, we, uh, well, there, there are there are so few forms of contraception available to y'all. We've seen. Uh, <laughs> we've we've seen a new. Just, let's just sandblast it right out. <laughs> is King the last? Is a new coronation the last thing like that to, that we have to see as a group? Or is there? Am I missing one? I mean, am I missing something? So. All right. a, yes, we are missing stuff, but those are things that I would generally not like yeah, to see. Bad things, like, uh, like, like Emperor. Right Emperor would probably be a bad one to see no, in our I mean, lifetime. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm, but I'm like that's about, one that we didn't. Wasn't there an Emperor of Japan? Oh no, the last Emperor of Japan. No, he died Japan. a while ago. He was, just, he was assassinated, wasn't he? <laughs> he died a while ago. Uh, no, I don't remember. I don't know my World War II history that well. No, there was uh, like I, a Greek I can, guy. Was there, was there a more recent one? I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, they. they I don't Japan's know. Had an emperor nearly enough about Japanese history to comment. So, uh, quite a bit past World War Two. Sort of yeah, ceremony. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I guess you're right because I remember at the very least some royal. Oh uh, no, he still exists. Recently, is uh, there is there anything more archaically nonsense in in a in the modern first world though than this idea of monarchies? Is it, no, that's I realize entirely. We, we uh, Americans drink that shit up apparently. Uh, well, but we just we really just like call it what it is. That's is it not some I've, dumb old pomp and circumstance that we're trying to force relevant into a modern world? Yes, <laughs> it is. That's really all. Yep. Sorry, I'm giggling That's at all. this picture of the Pope I'm about to send you. Oh, well, let's have a good Pope giggle. Yeah, he's got such yep. a fancy hat. I've decided that Nick's only things Nick says are going to be allowed for show titles now, since he's got now five. That, that tracks. Um, which which of the which creepy spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch guy are we looking at here? Uh, this is Benedict. This Andrew. In his oh. woody hat. Oh, yeah. yeah. He does have the eyes of a Nazi, does he not? He is yeah. a Nazi. That's that. That's some Nazi eyes if I've ever seen it. He was fucking Nazi youth, and I haven't. I do love the fact though that you're right, Joe. He's he's dressed. This is him dressed as his favorite character in Toy Story. Uh, Woody. He's Disney bounding. <laughs> some papal Disney bounding. As all posts aspire to. Yep. There's uh, a snake in my miter. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's poisoned the baptismal font. I want a pull string Pope Benedict the Sixteenth Woody doll more than I want almost anything else. We could probably make that happen. I know. I was just going to say it. There's, there's some assembly required, but I think we're up for it. 
I don't know how do you you need somebody. I would have to get a hold of somebody who does a good German accent and have them record like four different things. Mm. Do you think Dolby could? Or could we get? Yes. Could we get the last three the the last three popes, our living popes, in a uh, in like that's a, a great line of like toys, like a, a dusty bottoms and a oh, like their spinal tap. optional. What's that? Like their spinal tap? Or no, three no, amigos. No, three amigos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ned Niederlander. <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, German accent. Not to uh, not to hard shift away for the papacy, but uh, week one mm. of of NFL football and fantasy football is in the books. Um, we haven't really it's talked amazing. about it much. Nick, how did you how did you feel about your draft? Cause, well, it's because Rob Rob didn't go elbows deep in the in the anus of something to try and <laughs> help us draft our team. So uh, it was uh, it. the goat was having a really hard time. And to be honest, I I couldn't bring myself to put it down. So sorry. You didn't have to put it down. You just had to get in there. How are you going to get entrails out of a goat <laughs> without putting well, it down? Well, I, do I look like a surgeon to you? We talked about this before the show. I was going to say, oh, don't trouble me with the science, school, Jimmy. <laughs> get it done. Did you see the um, read those fucking goat stones, Dan? Did you, did you see the meme about the uh, the concept of? Uh, a guy who's a uh, necromancer but doesn't know it, and he just thinks he's the world's best paramedic. Yes, mm, so I like good. that. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's at least one season of a CW series there. Like accidental necromancer, professional yeah. paramedic. Then there's Maud. Um, oh, Nick, that's got, coming to Disney Plus in twenty. You got to win. You got to win this week. Fucking sure, you're one and zero. I did, as did you. Yeah, I gave I gave uh, Dave the Fish one of those fantasy football bad beats where you score over two hundred points and lose. It's oh. the worst thing in fantasy football to have the second highest score of the week and yet lose. And I never side with Dave. That hurts, and it's just in principle. Mm-hmm. He, uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you stuck it in hold, there, and he got a hold of me Thursday after uh, my Bills defense went off. And he's like, what's it like knowing you're going to beat me because you got a 40-point defense? And I said, Dave, it's fantasy football, and I count no chicken before it's hatched. And then he goes off, and he's like, oh, fuck yeah, 206 points. Yeah, yeah suck it. And then I, I, and then I beat him by three. <laughs> and then he, he texts me, and he's like, that's it. I'm just fucking fire sale. There's no reason to even play anymore. I'm like, one chicken. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Ooh, chicken. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, yeah, yeah he is a, that, uh, that is a bad beat. I, I have him this week, so hopefully the karma gods don't decide they want to side with him. Mongoloid that he is. Feeling good about uh, my team. Yeah, I'm going to have one week. I have one week of buys that is just going to uh, absolutely fuck me. Is it nine by any chance? Seven. Seven, yeah, seven's a tough one. Uh, yeah, I had it. I I got the win across the board. You know, nothing, nothing spectacular. Combination of good play and and uh, somewhat inferior matchups. So not feeling pretty good. Uh, but I was good this time last year, and then my first five guys all died, and, <laughs> and then things went south. So 
Like literally? literally? Literally, my top five draft picks uh, returned to the earth. Mm. I had uh, I, I picked up Taysom Hill in the draft late. And um, have fun with that. You and your Cordero Patterson and Taysom Hill, have fun with that. Well, you know that Taysom Hill's he's in there as a, as a QB tight end. I know because so I'm actually I'm playing him in my flex this week. He's going to get you three point two points this week. He's he scored like thirteen last week. I know he did off one run. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just one goal line run. Weird broken play around yeah. the end, but but uh, but if I could get if I could get even accidental QB points out of a flex spot, feeling really good about that. Sure. It's just knowing when to when week that's going to hit is going to be it's going to cause you great well, distress. The week, the week I don't play him is the week that uh, um, fucking the starting QB goes down in the first. Jameis Winston rips his drops his asshole out on the third play from scrimmage, right, and then and Taysom Hill's going to go. Taysom off comes like in and goes points. ham. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to be, gonna be my best. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course, or of course. it will be the week that I play him in my flex spot. And I play you, one of the two. It, it yeah. will, it'll only be those two options. Well, you won't need him because that'll be the week that Mahomes sets some kind of record. I do need. Most I, likely. I don't want. If the fantasy football gods are listening right now, I'd like to let them know I'm not tempting them. But yeah, uh, I'm really happy with Ricky Lake Minnetonka as my team name. That's Especially because I've I've paired it with Dave Chappelle as Prince for the the icon that goes along with it. But, I do like the icon, but Alex Jones barbecue and foot massage fits, and I can't wait to use it. <laughs> it fits really. Yeah, Alex Jones barbecue and foot massage. Mm-hmm. No no spaces. You have to use an ampersand instead of the word and. Perfect. But it fucking fits. And it's my favorite before and after of all time. (laughs) Well, we need you to step up because the team names are really are really not up to par this year. It's probably the worst year ever. I agree. And it's hard. Like, I want to go back to like Betamax hardcore, but I've dipped into that well too often, I think. James Mm. Earl Ray Gun. You know, it just doesn't. You can't do it that often. You can only do it so many. No. Every every fourth year, like locusts. Um. Um, Speaking of locusts, Alex Jones is back in court. I don't know if you guys have watched any of that. Damn it. Lead him until he is a dried husk. Yes. In Connecticut, it's possible from what I've heard. Do you think it's funny that um, he gets uh, three years or two years worth of text messages out in the open and now suddenly Mike Lindell doesn't have a phone along with 35 other like like GOP thought leaders. I do like didn't to make that connection that, or hear about that. Yeah, That's I do awesome. hope that it's related. And my like wishing that this is some sort of great drama that's unfolding in front of and it's, me. And it's but. all because fucking Raynaud fucking just let it go. Secret Patriot. I'm telling you, secret patriot. I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm not so sure that's not what happened. We'll never know. 
It's like the fucking corporate rep they had on today for InfoWars. Um, she's done got paid. She's not like Daria, where she's trying to like actually defend like, her livelihood. Like, right, and like do a solid for Alex. She's just up there like, yep, that's what he does. You betcha. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I concur. Yes. <laughs> she's just fucking <laughs> she does a lot of that. She got paid and she has a job to do, and it's go up there and just answer the questions. Outstanding. Yeah, I missed that. That's great. It is a relatively refreshing uh, experience. Uh, speaking of refreshing experiences, um, I need a I need a new water, and so we should put some plugs in. Ooh. Send it. It's a good call. Hey, Joe, do you like comics and stuff? I do. I love what? comics and stuff. Well, do you like people who have also been on our podcast? No, I hate all of our guests. Well, great. Uh, (laughs) Well, ASAP and Mark, former guests of our show, have a comic business called Wayward Raven. No kidding. For Rizzle. And they make comics such as Signet or Horseman or Damned Heroes. And they're great reads, all of them. I have to say that sounds fantastic. They are. They're pretty fantastic. Uh, yeah, you should go and check them out sometime. Waywardraven.com. And if you're buying shit from them like you should, you can use the Neckbeard discount code there to get some monies off. Ah, uh, so you're saying there's a discount code and it's Neckbeard? Yes. Waywardraven.com. Neckbeard. Did we talk? What did we talk about last week? House of the Dragon or Lord of the Rings? Uh, it was we dragons, dragons last week. So we yeah. should talk about rings this week. Absolutely. Yeah, that's natural segue. Um, I'm surprised that I actually watched the show. Me too. I'm actually, I thought it'd be a thing I'll, I'll that you that. Uh, you stayed away from, like on principle. No, I, I honestly didn't have. I didn't really. I don't. Like I said earlier, I was I don't have this like moral outrage about some sort of Tolkien puristism. I mean, after I sacrificed my morality to get into the Game of Thrones TV show, I think I lost all my all my reserve there. So I I I was I was only gonna not watch it because of just a lack of time. I mean, it wasn't that captivating, but honestly, I decided to watch it one because my wife wanted to, and two because when I heard that there was like these so-called outrage like groups that were spam botting the reviews and like dragging the dragging the Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb ratings down on purpose, then I was intrigued enough to like, all right, well. I, I better give it at least an honest look so I can discuss. And uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I concur. I think it's pretty good, too. And even if, and I, I said it on Facebook the other day, but even if it's slow in points or plotting in points or Elrond's hair is just a plastic cap. His hair is outstanding. Um, <laughs> we... Yeah. I'm going like, to seriously forgive all of that. We, we saw Numenor, you know, like we're back in Middle Earth. Spoilers, like, you slut. Well, I mean, you saw the trailer. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew what was going on. How many episodes have you seen, Rob? Uh, so uh, I am atrocious and have seen exactly one episode so far. Okay. Uh, and desperately do need to catch uh, up. But how does that? I, how does that one end? So, uh, oh God, uh, that one ends uh, with. Um, uh, That's when Elrond uh, meeting up with. Away, right? Yeah, uh, Galadriel was making or made her way to Rivendell and. Uh, Elrond is trying to be uh, some sort of like coy, helpful court guy at best. And then it ends with Celebrimbor showing up, which I got super excited for because one of my favorite characters in the deep lore is Celebrimbor. So I'm excited to see uh, how he plays out in the story. And if if my love for the character is brought to the screen. So I won't ruin it for you. Kind of on the hurry up and catch like, up. Hey, isn't that your Shadow of Mordor guy? Yeah, that, I was like, it, yeah. exactly. Yes, it is. It I'm sure is. Surprised to remember that. Things are slightly different here. They're going to be real different they, here. They got an actor that looks a lot like the ghost of Celebrimbor from those. I was also like days. pleasantly surprised with that. Like, I'm sure that they didn't give it a whole lot of credence because it's. Not even no. sort of canon, and I don't not think something that about I think it at all. I think at. it was pure luck. But but yeah, exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. It was pure luck, and it was just like, hey, like, all right, you look like a passable Celebrimbor. Cool. Um, I do really enjoy the um, it, f- focus in the first episode on Galadriel at the very least, and it seems like her, she is going to be a fairly prominent character throughout the series, which some would makes, say makes sense. Oh, just a bit, possibly the main sure. character. Mm, mm. And I love the idea of telling this story from, if not her perspective, from like a third person camera hovering over her because she's a compelling character and. I do really like the actress uh, that is playing her and presenting a younger, uh, more ferocious Galadriel. Like, I think it makes sense and I, I, I really like it. Um, so this is second age. I thought, I thought yeah, that I would. Early, early second age. So far as I saw, at least. Right. And we know and the, we know that the second age ends with the the last alliance of elves and men. Sure. Right. Is is this do we know? Yeah. Is this meant to take yes. us through the entirety yes. of the second this, age? This season or this show is supposed to bring it it culminates with the fir- the first fall of Sauron. Yes. It's still the Gilgal the last lines, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I, I can't I believe- say certain things cuz Rob isn't to episode 3 yet, but Yeah, yeah that's they're they definitely are- sowing the planting the well, uh, a young Asildur pops up in episode three. Okay, I did. I did know that that was going to happen. They're, they're no. fucking with the timeline a little bit because they want yes. to have human characters and can't have them coexist along sure. elves and exist the whole time. Sure. Yeah. 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 But but That's also, fine. I have a question. Um, the the five wizards all showed up together. Yes. In the books. No. No. They did not. In the story, in the correct, Gandalf showed up last and after the others. Interesting. Yes, but not literally separately. 
I mean, like if 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 the four of us are walking through my front door and you walk through last, we still showed up together, even though you were last, right? I mean, I guess I mean, when you put this it like that, kind of yes. gets into the problem of like I could be very wrong the too. Silmarillion and time frames, and I'm sure that there is like actual like Tolkien calendars to help out with this because Tolkien was very studious in his upkeeping of this kind of shit, and people are uh, very obsessed with it. But um, huh. well, but. I got the Silmarillion right there's a, there's a thing online that says they did show up together. I, I could have sworn that Gandalf showed up about 100 years after the rest of them. I was going to say, even if that, like, could be the possibility, like, in dealing with the Silmarillion, you're dealing with much longer and larger timescales, right? So, like, what is happening relatively immediately after one event might be from another person's perspective, a much longer period of time. Uh, well, it is. It, this it's is it's so like elf centric too. So this is an interpretive show. So sure. they're pretty out. They're pretty upfront about that. So my question um, then is, is I'm fine if they want to change the idea that all the Astari showed up at the same time. Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. I don't, but is this, do you think that that is Gandalf then? Is that what we're doing? Is that Gandalf? I, no, I do think it's Gandalf. No. no. I really want it to be like Alatar or Palando. I really want it to be one of the blue wizards that we've never seen. That would be cool. But then um, there should have been two of them. Yes. <laughs> I guess I like kind of building on this, but not really because I, I haven't seen exactly what you guys are talking about. But I do really enjoy um, the presentation of the the hobbits and the humans and like the stylization of them um, compared to like something that's a little bit more contemporary with like Lord of the Rings and stuff and them looking more classical or... Um, like hunter gatherer esque, um, in their like presentation, I think I, that that's very cool, and it does kind of help cement uh, <clears throat> this is a younger Middle Earth um, than what you get in the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, and stuff like that. I th- I really like that stylistic choice. Um, I was pretty pleased with the uh, with the the story crafting, like as if if somebody was coming in you know uh blind i guess to any of the books or even the movies sure um i thought they did a pretty good job of 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 again establishing characters and yeah yeah i'm just making it uh digestible and i kind of mocked it pre-watching for the amount of money spent i probably still will sure uh but like it shows like things but it it well they they spent it and you can see where they spent it so it's pretty pretty lush and 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 well produced to this point i mean it could could get sideways but i've been it's already better than any of the hobbit movies yeah yes that's fair i feel more like a passion project i didn't sleep for any of these episodes yeah, I slept through one hundred percent of the Hobbit movies. 
yeah, it's at least it's watchable. And, you know, to nitpick, because I need to nitpick something, I'm sure. Uh, though I agree with Rob's points, I'm already now sort of a little, a little tired of the, of the brandy foot subplot. Um, I don't know. I just, it, it's an awful lot of That's time so spent on that. Portionate to this, to the three and a half hours of screen time so far. I don't hate it, but I just like it. It's, it's, it's distracting with that much. It's the only part of the show I'm really enjoying. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? It's the like, only what? That you're really, really enjoying or or that, that you're I'm like... really enjoying. Okay. I'm enjoying the rest of the show. I'm really enjoying that section. Okay. Well, why for if you really? What about it is so compelling to you? Yeah. I just I I think it's because I've always seen uh, the Lord of the Rings story as being the story of the small folk who do great things. Sure. Um, and so all of the focus on the, on the important people doing stuff is like, ah, that's interesting. It's fun to see. It's like, oh yeah, I've read the Silmarillion. This is, this is great. It's, it's really good to watch. I, I'm enjoying it. But then we jump over to these other characters that it's just like, what are they going to do? What's going to be the thing that makes them important? Because like the way that Tolkien would think about it, they're going to be the characters that matter the most because their decisions are going to be the ones that actually shape events um, in, in the ways that matter. So I don't know. I just excited. I just really enjoy them. And I like the, I like the way they act and I like the way they talk and I don't know. It's, it's fun. I am distracted by the fact that they seem to, I I don't, I don't two of the three types of Hobbit, but it's fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate it or anything. I just, it's become a bit, it's become a bit of a lot, and I I I won't talk about Calibrimbor to not upset Rob, but the uh, I did take some umbrage with the Rob Riggle as Gil Galad thing. I don't know why that <laughs> irked me. Like <laughs> it, that 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 might be part of it too. One of like, these things is not like the other, and that yeah, that part kind of like I know the, the I I know like the Silmarillion and stuff well enough that it's actually like. Uh, the bending of the world happened when Numenor was, was brought under the sea. So the fact that they, you know, in, in episode two or uh, yeah, in episode two, when, when the thing happens uh, with Galadriel and stuff like that would never have happened before the bending of the world. And then for her to then end up in Numenor in the third episode, like aggravated me for a second. Like, it's cool to see Numenor, but like if, because of the timeline, yeah, because you used to be able, even though it was only elves who would go there, you anybody could sail to Valinor. Yes. Well, really? Yeah, I think was, that that's partially was, true because I think that the I think that Numenor specifically, like if I remember correctly, like they were taught, you know, all of the things regarding sailing and you know statesmanship yeah. and shit like that. But if I remember correctly, like the one thing specifically that they were forbidden to do was to sail west. You right. can go were, anywhere right. in the world that you want, but you yes. cannot go to Valinor they were, they were forbidden from doing it, but that implies that they could have done it if they wanted okay. to. Okay, sure, 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 sure. I suppose that's fair. Yeah. And when you when you get through episode two, Rob, I think you'll see what I mean. Okay. Um, but yeah, as, as soon as that the, the thing happened and I'm like, mm, I'm pretty sure that would not have been possible or that wouldn't have gone like that for, for the first age or the beginning of the second age, really. And until sure. new, 
Valinor is accessible by everybody. That's why the bending of the earth happens. Is sure. to, and that's why the Numenorians get to Valinor in the first place, because they can right. actually exactly. physically reach it. Right. So, but it's, it's fine. Like, it's not, I don't care enough about it to like be mad about it. Sure. Adaptation and all. But yeah. But it's just like, so I'm, I'm, I'm seeing all this stuff with the, with the stuff that's established and I'm distracted by the stuff that I know. We go over to the, the Harfoots and the Brandy feet or whatever. And it's like, okay, this is all new stuff. They can do whatever they want with it. And I can just enjoy it. So I think I, that's part of it for me too. I think it's reasonable. Good show though. Um, Definitely, so having uh, only watched, watchable. having only watched w- one episode so far, um, by the point that you guys are at, how much delving do they start doing into Sauron, or do they do that upfront in any form or fashion? Or there's subtle about it, or very little. Very there, little. It's though? it's it's. I don't think I'm, never I'm kind of fine with that because I feel like most of the second age, in all honesty, Sauron is honestly in the background, just doing things and pulling strings and doing what Sauron does best. Um, and it's really not. Galadriel's hip to his hip to his games, but n- not much else is. Mm-hmm. Sure. I suppose that makes sense. It was uh, sweet to see Casa Doom in its. Its glory. Its glory. And Durin is one of my instantly one of my favorite characters and also one of my favorite Benners. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's track. Uh, that's very funny. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what other questions I might have uh, regarding this so far. So uh, I, I feel like they glossed over it initially and. I'm sure that it's not necessarily a big problem for the casual viewer. But have they started delving into the oath of Fëanor at all or any like any reasons why like Galadriel is actually over here in the first place? Yes. Or okay. No, wait, that's all in the first episode. Yeah. Well, sort of. <laughs> it's I I I wouldn't say that it's all in the first episode, but like they do, uh, like, she was in Paradise, and now she's in Middle-Earth thing, so it was very glancing, and I didn't know if they had, like, decided to delve into that anymore. I do think they do a little bit. I want to say it's episode two, um, because episode, episode one doesn't have her walking in the woods with the, uh, the carvings, right? Mm-hmm. Man, I, I don't recall. I don't think so. Okay. I'm I'm pretty sure she flashes back and has a conversation with Elrond about her oath and why it matters so much to her. Okay. Okay. I mean, doesn't matter much, I think, for the casual viewer, mostly mostly for people who are, you know, interested yeah. in the Silmarillion and deep lore and stuff. But I do feel like, you know, with it focusing with the show focusing primarily on Galadriel, um, and centering around, you know, uh, the elves and, and Sauron in the Second Age, that, that's a story that's going to, that's going to be a continuous through line through most of the Second Age, yeah. is the ramifications of the oath. 
It really feels like a lot of her, a lot of the storyline around her is going to be themed around how we deal with trauma. Sure. Um, and it just, it seems like it plays into that in the description they give. I don't want to give too much to you because no, 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 no. Watch it and, and come to your own conclusions, but that makes sense. That's what I got out of it is that it's just, it's, it's more of the backstory of, of why she's so obsessed. Sure. Good show. I guess. So, uh, re- yeah. Related to well, that, I'll any other like final thoughts on that? Anything like other than and I good wish, show? I, I wish I didn't uh, have to wait till Friday night. Nothing I, that I, I want to. Nothing that I want to ruin for you, but the the episode three, the second half, starts to introduce some interesting uh, character and plot lines as far sure. as. Uh, breadth of world building and history mm-hmm. and again i haven't read some Merlin, so or at least not sure. a long time but uh they did a good job of like i don't know kind of kind of keeping things moving along in a, I in, a in a big world and i i honestly don't know aside from just inherent 50 percent of people are stupid and racism is stupid i honestly don't couldn't possibly give a fuck or see what the supposed you know, outcry is with the casting. It's sure. even, it's like a non thing. It's so non-thing. stupid. The things they're complaining about with the casting are same with House of Dragon. Right. I mean, House of, Dra- House of Dragon, it's possibly more pronounced, it's- but also equally is inconsequential to the <laughs> storytelling. Yeah. It probably is even for the better. So, um, Corliss is fantastic. That's all. Oh, yeah. All I gotta say about House of the Dragon on that front, and that no fucking show casual knew who the fuck he was anyway. Yeah, no so shit. Don't pretend right, if you haven't read History of Westeros. Yeah, shut up, Unsullied. Yeah. Don't, don't um, pretend somebody now suddenly is like, you know, I always did love Corlys Valerian. Like, no, you fucking didn't even know who he was. Name um, his axe, like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, until until I'm fucking Benny <laughs> Shaps talk about it. <laughs> I'm gonna name it Dog's Paw. That's the name of his ex. Sure, close, close enough. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love how the the king guy is wearing the cat's paw. Oh, Ooh, fuck you in Ouch. your mouth and face. Ouch. Yeah. I did think that, that was an Uh-oh. amusing detail, though, at the very least, and much to my chagrin. I think I talked about this last week. I can't remember if I just talked to Ryan about this or not, but. Much to my chagrin, whenever I saw that dagger, the thought <laughs> that intruded into my mind was, oh, look, that's Cat's Paw. And I know I that's not the name of it. I totally forgot. <laughs> but, but I saw it, and that was the first thing that like crept into my mind. And, and I hated myself for it, but it was there. And that I was will say, uh, K-Man as Dog the Bounty Hunter is a fun king of Westeros. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, as dog the bounty yeah. hunter. Oh, the series? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. There are layers to that. That's so funny. Anyway, Rob, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, so I have been making my way through more of Ghost of Tsushima, which has been pretty fantastic. Uh, 10 for 10. Uh, really enjoy. I also uh, just started today Cyberpunk Edge Run, uh, Edge Runners on Netflix. 
And I don't know if you guys have heard of this or followed it or seen it at all. Um, it is a anime about uh, cyberpunk, like the the video game that came back out a couple of years ago that was uh, uh, that had some really hard times to say it very nicely, um, but has since made some uh, uh, some strong strides to becoming a a much better developed video game. Anyway, no man's guy uh, really is the model for games these days, huh? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but so there is a anime that takes place uh, in Night City, uh, approximately the same time period, so the year twenty seventy seven. And I'm like three or four episodes in uh, as of this point. Uh, the animation is fantastic. It's vibrant. The colors are very loud. The characters in Night City look great. Uh, the soundtrack is fucking fire. Uh, it's it's really good. The soundtrack is fire. Uh, and uh, oh shit, who is Moth Gideon? Uh, or uh, oh, um, Gus or Giancarlo? Giancarlo yeah, that's the one. That he's in there, yeah. and he's just as menacing as you. As far as Ryan was yeah, sure. A lot. Um, Look, I'm just glad I was I was like close enough to be right. <laughs> this uh, is breaking ground for me. I, I yeah. didn't say Andre Brower or you're moving the, in directions. Andre <laughs> was a good pull. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it, it's very solid. I would highly recommend it. It is absolutely not for children and i could not stress that enough but it's really good oh. and uh yeah so if you Can have you drop the name of that in the group chat sure yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh cyberpunk edge runners one more time but I'll, I'll throw that in there uh joe what about you Oh gosh. Um, I think I'm geeking on house of the dragon more than anything this week. We, uh, 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 danger was in for the last few days. So it's been a lot of, uh, uh, of, of on the go doing things all the time. But, uh, we, we made it through all of the, the Lord of the Rings, uh, rings of power that was available. And, um, I think two or three of the episodes of house of the dragon and, um, I I just really am enjoying House of the Dragon. I I think it's a great show. I really like the characters. Um, I think going in cold is a thing that really helps me like things better because mm-hmm. uh, I'm not distracted by the stuff I know about it. Um, and I just I'm I'm just loving it. It's just a really a really enjoyable show. So I don't I don't know what else I'd be geeking on. I don't think I've got anything else. Sure. Uh, Nick, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, sadly, pretty much the same. Um, hardly even geeking, just, uh, doing, actually having some time to do a little show prep and somewhat surprisingly that Lindsay and I both kind of felt the same way about both those shows enough to, we definitely wanted to see the pilot of both just to be thorough, uh, with skepticism, but it, pleasantly happy so um yeah geeking on uh house of dragon and uh rings of power nice 
Does anybody ask Ryan? Does anybody care? Nobody cares. I'm gonna ask. You should probably ask him. What do you geek about? Um, I am really geeking on my uh, my eighth grade football team that I'm coaching. They're really uh checking a lot of boxes for me right now. Um, man, I got a tailback who's gonna probably get a thousand yards in seven games, and that's unbelievable. That's good, right? That's it's really good. Um. And he's he's about he's averaging three touchdowns a game. He's played two games. He's had six touchdowns. Um, And we also are getting I mean, I got a um, I got a quarterback who throws fucking dots and I got three wide receivers who can catch him. And we're so we're, we're scoring touchdowns in the air, which is setting up the run and vice versa. It's working out well. And my defense, uh, I demand three takeaways a game. uh, And I've gotten it plus. So, um, what, what's the takeaway, uh, getting the ball back. So an interception That's or right. a fumble like rights, violet, violate the rights. Right. Process. <laughs> so yeah, our, our first game, we had five, um, our second game, we had three. So I'm, they, they, uh, at the end of the year, I owe them now at this point two. <laughs> so um it's just fun man it's uh it's they're a fun team and they play hard and um i'm really enjoying it it's gonna be sad to be done with it when it's over with i think i think so too uh, enjoy it while you I'm, can i'm just now learning there are 14 different kinds of backs in american football <laughs> 14 nick can yeah. we name them yeah we got the cornerback the defensive Tail back fullback uh, the dime back. Mm. You said fullback already. Yeah. Halfback. Halfback. Sure. The H back. Sure. Nickelback. Mm-hmm. Yep. H back. Wing back. Linebacker. 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 Yeah. Did we say quarterback already. Yeah. Running back. <laughs> Single Running back. back. Fullback. Halfback. H back. Wing back. Yeah. Nick, Slot I got. Back. I got Tailback. two. I got two five eight wide receivers that just high point the ball. And it's awesome. Up back and wing back. That'd be fun. Yeah. Especially when they, you know, you line up first play and you got Mac, who's, like I said, he's 5'8. And then you've got like a five foot two young eighth grade cornerback. And it's like, all right, just put the ball in the air. Max is going to reach over the top of him and catch it. It's fucking awesome. I love it. I love it. Just gronking all over the place. My quarterback says the word beauty every time he throws the ball. Loud enough that you can hear loud enough that you can hear it from the sideline. Beauty. uh, He does not. I promise you. Wow. He 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 drops back, he plants his feet, and he and you can hear him go, beauty! And then he throws just a fucking dime. (laughs) Like every every eighth grader in in two thousand four. Throwing a wad of paper into the trash bag. It's like trash Kobe. And saying Kobe, yeah. That's exactly right. He says beauty. Honestly, nice. I respect it. I do too. I love it. Nice. Wouldn't change it. If you liked what you listened to tonight and you want to hear more, the single greatest thing you can do is give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you choose. Tell um, us what you shout before you throw the football. Tell us what you shout before you throw the football. Uh, and if you want to tell us other things, you can do so by finding us on the social medias at Geekcast Live or by going to violentpress.com. 
I made that website. If you wanted to support us monetarily, you could do so over at patreon.com slash geekcast live or go to gcl.threadless.com and wear our merch. Uh, see you in hell. Fuck off and be married. Uh, sure. gcl.threadless.com. gcl.threadless.com. Donkey Shane. Hey everyone, Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er do wells, and supporters who make this ill fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K Man. Quentin Quatrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds, I don't know if that's their official website, that might be porn, Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower, <laughs> that's a Grumpkin's flight right there, that's from, what is that, Charleston, uh, Pinkert Hagers, we've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish, Girl from there ways, three finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.